Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. How have you been feeling lately? I mean, really? Well, today we're going to be diving into a topic that might resonate with many of you, especially as we navigate the cold and dark days of winter. We're talking about Blue Monday, often referred to as the most depressing day of the year. But what exactly is Blue Monday, and why does it hold such a somber title? So if you're listening to this on January 15th, it's Blue Monday. Blue Monday is typically observed on the third Monday of January. It's a concept that originated in the UK and has since gained international recognition. But why this particular Monday? Well, several factors contribute to its designation as the most depressing day of the year. First, let's consider the weather. For many regions, January brings frigid temperatures, fewer daylight hours, and overcast skies. The lack of sunlight can disrupt our circadian rhythm, leading to feelings of fatigue and melancholy. I know I'm someone who's definitely affected by lack of sunshine, and the last three weeks or so here in Canada have been nothing but cloudy skies, which has given me a case of the blues. Even today, as I record this right now, there's a snowstorm going on outside of my house. (laughs) Um, And to be completely honest with you guys, I, I struggled with recording this podcast episode today, and I even struggle with admitting this and confessing this to you guys right now. But I I really believe in being, I think, my most authentic self and my most transparent self on this podcast, because I know there's somebody listening out there who needs to hear this and who also needs to know that they feel seen. And right now, as I record this, I am in a bit of a funk, um, to be completely honest with you. Like I said, I didn't even really want to record this podcast episode today. But I knew that there was somebody out there that needed to listen to this. And when I record these episodes, sometimes they're as much for you as they are for me as well, because these are also really great reminders um, for me as well. And I'm going to be sharing a lot of tips and strategies to help you to get out of that funk if you happen to find yourself in a funk right now. Um, And some of the things that I use myself to get me out of a funk, like even this morning. Okay, I'm going completely off topic here. Not off topic, but stick with me. Um, Even this morning uh, when I woke up, like I said, I have had a case of the blues over the last, I would say, like maybe a week or so. Woke up this morning, I was supposed to exercise, and I was like, you know what? Not going to happen today. I'm not exercising. And I was like, okay, Trudy, what can you do? Can you just exercise for 10 minutes? So I was going to do my 30-minute workout, and it it came, um, it quickly became apparent that I was not able to do a 30-minute workout this morning, which is with how I was feeling. Again, being completely honest with you guys. Um, So I woke up. And, you know, this is what makes it a lot easier for me. And I'm going to talk about one of these tips later. But what makes it a lot easier for me um, is just having my clothes put aside the night before. So that way, that's like one less thing I have to think about and one less decision that I have to make. So that's what I did this morning. I had, you know, the gym shorts put aside. I had the sports top put aside and I just slipped into them. And then I went downstairs. Like, was I dragging this morning? I absolutely was dragging. 
But like I said, I got downstairs and I was like, okay, I'm not going to do a 30 minute workout. Is there a 10 minute workout I can do? And I found a 10 minute workout. I'll actually link to the workout that I did um, in the show notes for you guys. So you guys could check that out. Um, But I did the 10 minute workout. And I have to tell you, I felt so much better afterwards. And I'm going to come back to that. Okay. So first is the weather. And I went off topic there with the exercise. But first is the weather, right? Um, Secondly, the post-holiday blues, right? That often sets in during January. You know, after the joyous celebrations of the holiday season, returning to work or school or just regular life and just facing the realities of daily life can really be challenging. The contrast between the festive atmosphere of December and then the relative quietness of January can amplify feelings of sadness or loneliness. Like even taking down your Christmas tree can evoke feelings of sadness. At least it did for me. <laughs> um, not to mention all the pine needles I had to comb up or sweep up off the floor because I don't know, our tree this year for some reason was really, really dry and there was like pine needles like everywhere. Pretty sure I'm going to still find them next Christmas. Additionally, January is the time of year when New Year's resolutions are really put to the test. The pressure to make positive changes and stick to goals can create stress and feelings of inadequacy if expectations are not met. Additionally, financial pressures following holiday spending can contribute to heightened stress and anxiety during this time. So when we combine all of these factors, Um, the weather, post-holiday lull, pressure of resolutions, and financial stress, we get Blue Monday, a day symbolizing the collective emotional low many people experience in mid-January. It's essential to recognize that while Blue Monday highlights a specific date, feelings of sadness, anxiety, or depression can occur at any time of the year and vary from person to person. However, By understanding the factors that contribute to this phenomenon, we can better equip ourselves with strategies to navigate these challenging emotions. So how does diet fit into all of this? It's often said that we are what we eat, but perhaps it's more accurate to say that our minds are profoundly influenced by the foods we consume. Our brain, like any other organ, relies on a balanced diet to function optimally. So let's unpack some key aspects of this relationship. So first, certain nutrients play a vital role in supporting cognitive function and emotional well-being. For instance, omega-3 fatty acids commonly found in fatty fish um, like salmon, as well as walnuts, flax seeds, these have all been shown to reduce symptoms of depression and anxiety. Similarly, foods that are rich in antioxidants, such as berries and dark chocolate and green tea, help combat oxidative stress in the brain, which is linked to mood disorders and cognitive decline. But it's not just about individual nutrients. It's also about the overall quality of our diet. Diets high in processed foods, sugar, and unhealthy fats have been associated with an increased risk of depression and anxiety. In contrast, a balanced diet rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats can provide the essential nutrients our brain needs to thrive. Another fascinating thing to consider is the gut-brain connection. Our gut microbiome, comprised of trillions of bacteria, plays a crucial role in producing neurotransmitters like serotonin, often referred to as the happiness hormone. Therefore, maintaining a healthy gut flora through probiotic-rich foods like yogurt, kefir, and fermented vegetables can positively impact our mood and our mental health. It's also important to note that while nutrition is a powerful tool for supporting mental health, it's not a substitute for professional treatment. If you or someone you know is struggling with mental health issues, please seek the guidance of a healthcare professional. Now, I want to dive deeper into specific foods that may help to beat the winter blues and practical tips for incorporating them into your diet. When it comes to combating the winter blues, our food choices can make a significant difference. Although it's tempting to gorge on all the comfort foods to feel better, 
incorporating nutrient-rich foods into our diet not only nourishes our body, but also supports our emotional and mental health. So let's start with the first mood-boosting food, dark chocolate. That's right, guys. You have permission to eat that chocolate. (laughs) Dark chocolate isn't just a delicious treat. It's also rich in flavonoids, which have been shown to reduce stress hormones and elevate mood. Aim for dark chocolate with a high cocoa content for maximum benefits. I like to pair dark chocolate with some nuts like almonds or walnuts to slow down the blood sugar absorption and also to get a good dose of healthy fats. Next on our list is fatty fish. Fish like salmon, mackerel, and sardines are excellent sources of omega-3 fatty acids, which play a crucial role in brain health. Omega-3s have been linked to reduce symptoms of depression and can help to support overall cognitive function. One of my go-to salmon recipes is Mediterranean salmon. It takes about 30 minutes to whip up and is so good. I've included a link in the show notes for you so you can check out that recipe. I also like to have salmon sometimes for, um, for either breakfast or for lunch as well. So for lunch, what I might do is I might get a bagel. Um, I might just put on some, some smoked salmon on there, maybe, maybe a little bit of cream cheese or some avocado and then like some tomatoes, right? Easy peasy, tastes so good. Moving on, we have berries. Blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, they're not just sweet and tangy and delicious. They're also packed with antioxidants that help combat oxidative stress and inflammation in the brain, which supports mental clarity and mood balance. Now, I know we just talked about chocolate, but what I like to do is to pop some raw cacao powder into my smoothie along with some berries like strawberries or blueberries. It tastes amazing and is so good for you. In fact, that's exactly what I drank right before I started recording this podcast episode. Raw cacao is one of the world's highest antioxidant food sources. It's also a great source of the stress-relieving nutrient magnesium. Now, let's not forget about those leafy greens. I know, I know you have a love-hate relationship, probably a hate relationship with leafy greens, but listen up. Vegetables like spinach, kale, and Swiss chard are rich in folate a B vitamin that plays a key role in neurotransmitter synthesis. Adequate folate intake has been associated with a reduced risk of depression and improved mental well-being. This is one that even I have to work at including more of in my diet. So I try to get leafy greens at every meal if I can. So this may include popping some spinach or some kale into my morning smoothie, having a large salad at lunch with a combo of maybe like spring mix and spinach or kale, and then green, uh, greens again at dinner. An even easier way to get your daily dose of greens is to grab a protein powder with greens already built into it or a greens powder, which you can add to different recipes. Last but not least, we have nuts and seeds. Almonds, walnuts, chia seeds, and flax seeds. These are all excellent sources of magnesium, a mineral that plays a vital role in regulating mood and reducing anxiety. Incorporating a handful of nuts or seeds into your daily routine can provide a natural mood boost. Almonds specifically are a great source of stress-busting nutrient magnesium. Chia seeds, which are a favorite of mine, by the way, are also a great source of omega-3 fatty acids, which provide anti-inflammatory benefits to the brain, resulting in less anxiety and less stress, and they're also great for boosting energy. I usually add them to my smoothie, but I also like to make desserts with them like puddings and parfaits. And you might want to make sure you subscribe to me on YouTube because I'm actually going to be coming up with a really delicious recipe. Um, It's going to be kind of like a chia seed mousse. So I don't want to give too much away. So stay tuned for that. Just make sure you subscribe to my YouTube. There's a link for you in the show notes for you guys to do that. 
And by the way, if you guys are listening to this episode, if you love this episode, if you loved any of the other episodes I put out for you guys, please leave me a review. That is how I keep this podcast going. I would love to hear your review. I see many, many of you downloading this podcast each and every week. In fact, the last week's episode, we probably had the highest amount of downloads in one day. So I know you guys are listening to it. So please do me a favor, take a moment to leave a review and just show me your support. It would mean so much to me. All right, so now that we've covered nutrition, it's also crucial to discuss other lifestyle strategies that can make a profound difference in how we feel. Beyond nutrition, incorporating regular exercise, which I talked about earlier, prioritizing quality sleep and practicing stress management techniques can significantly support our mental health. So let's dive into these essential lifestyle factors. So first, let's talk about exercise, right? We talked about this earlier. Again, I've said this before, I have a love-hate relationship with exercise, right? But I love the way that it makes me feel, right? Exercise also makes me feel more mindful of my food choices. So physical activity is not just beneficial for our body, it's also a powerful tool for our mind, okay? So I don't know if you guys are a fan or not of Tony Robbins, but he talks about this a lot. He talks about the importance of changing your state. So whenever you feel down or whenever you feel in a low mood, the quickest way to get out of that is by changing your state with some sort of movement. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, like before I did my workout this morning, like I was dragging, I was moving slow. As soon as I got maybe about, I would say a few minutes into that workout, it was like something, it was like a light switch kind of went off and I instantly just started to feel better. I didn't even think I could do a 10 minute workout, but I did. And I was like, oh, you know what? I feel so much better. That actually wasn't that bad. So there's a lot to be said for exercise or any sort of movement really with helping to change your state. And physical activity, it's not just beneficial for our body. Like I said, it's a powerful tool for our mind because engaging in regular exercise, it releases endorphins, which are often referred to as feel-good hormones, which can elevate mood and reduce feelings of stress and anxiety. So this is very important. It's really important to find activities that you enjoy. Otherwise, you won't do it. Now, there's been some workouts on YouTube that I've done, and I like the workout, but because I didn't like the instructor, I didn't do the workout anymore. I'm going to be completely, I know it sounds crazy. I'm going to be completely honest with you, right? So again, it's just about finding some sort of movement that you enjoy. And like I said, I liked the workout, but I didn't necessarily like the instructor. And she just kind of made a lot of like cat jokes throughout the workout that I thought were really unnecessary. Um, Oh my God, do I do that on this podcast? (laughs) I don't have a cat, but... I know I talk about a lot of random stuff, um, hashtag real life, but um, yeah, it's just so important to just find an instructor that you like, find a workout that you like, because that's going to make you more likely to stick to it, okay? So incorporate movement that you enjoy and aim for at least 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise per week, as recommended by health experts. So for me personally, I'm not a fitness expert, but I can just tell you what I do personally. I do about 30 to 45 minutes about four times a week, all right? And mostly it's about 30 minutes. It just depends on what I'm doing. Next on our list is sleep. Quality sleep is essential for cognitive function, emotional well-being, and your overall health. Yet many of us struggle to get adequate rest, especially during the darker, colder months. Adequate sleep also helps with decision-making and will make you more mindful of your food choices. So to improve sleep quality, you want to establish a consistent sleep schedule, even on the weekends. And this is something that I've started to become a lot more intentional about over the last few months. It's just even on the weekends, still trying to maintain that consistent sleep schedule. 
Create a relaxing bedtime routine, such as reading or taking a warm bath. I'm not going to bore you with my evening and my bedtime routine again. I've talked about it many times here on this podcast, but find something that relaxes you, right? Um, Ensure that your sleep environment is conducive to rest, right? Comfortable mattress, minimal light, and minimal noise. I actually like to fall asleep, and sometimes it drives my husband crazy, but he's gotten used to it. Um, I actually fall asleep to white noise, right? It's just like a white noise in the background. I don't know how to describe white noise, but it's just kind of like a kind of situation in the background. I find that when I have that in the background, it just kind of helps to like mute out all those other little noises, like the house creaking, like maybe traffic outside. And that's what helps me to fall asleep. I have a hard time falling asleep when it is dead quiet. Now, prioritizing sleep is not a luxury. It's a necessity for optimal health and well-being. All right. So lastly, let's explore stress management techniques. Chronic stress can take a toll on our mental and physical health, making it essential to develop coping strategies that work for us. Also, many people turn to food to handle stress and to handle their emotions. So it's important to have stress management techniques. So here are some effective stress management techniques that you might want to consider. Um, Mindfulness and meditation practices to cultivate presence and awareness. And if you're trying to think in your head, how do I cultivate mindfulness? How do I cultivate? How do I meditate? Just Google, Google University, okay? Go on YouTube, just search mindfulness meditation. Go on YouTube, search guided meditation, Spotify. There's tons of them on there, okay? So stop making excuses and just just do something. Take some small action. Deep breathing exercises can also help, right? That helps to activate the body's relaxation response, helps to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. Engaging in hobbies or activities that bring joy and relaxation, such as reading, maybe gardening, not at this time of the year, maybe you want to garden inside. So I have plants inside, right? I have quite a few plants in my house, actually. I'm a bit of a, a plant. I'm not a cat lady, but I'm definitely a plant lady. <laughs> um, and taking care of my plants, that's what gives me joy, right? So I have like a soil meter and a light meter. So I like to check, you know, check the light to make sure it's getting enough light. I like to check, you know, the, the pH balance of the soil just to make sure the soil is still okay. Like I rotate my plants. I, I water them in a specific way. I rotate them. Like to me, all of that is just super, super relaxing. Maybe that kind of gives you anxiety, right? So again, you have to find out what works for you because I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, I can't keep a plant alive, right? So again, you have to find whatever that hobby or whatever that activity is that brings you joy. Maybe it's just listening to music, just putting on your headphones, closing your eyes, blocking everybody out, putting your phone on Do Not Disturb and just listening to some really nice music like Jill Scott. <laughs> it's one of, one of my favorite artists. So just experiment with different techniques and find what resonates with you. Consistency is key. So make these practices a regular part of your daily routine. As we wrap up, it's essential to acknowledge the significance of mental health awareness, not just on Blue Monday, but every day. Our emotions, thoughts, and overall well-being are interconnected. And by prioritizing our mental health, we can cultivate resilience, joy, and a sense of purpose in our lives. Secondly, nutrition plays a pivotal role in supporting mental health. The foods we consume can either fuel inflammation and oxidative stress and tank our mental health or nourish our brain and uplift our mood. Making informed and intentional food choices is a powerful way to care for our mental well-being and the lifestyle strategies we discussed like exercise, sleep, and stress management will help you to make those better choices. Lastly, 
As we navigate the winter season with its unique challenges, let's remember that we're not alone on this journey. Reach out to loved ones, seek professional support if needed, and remember that it's okay to ask for help. Together, we can create a supportive and compassionate community where everyone feels seen, heard, and valued. If you enjoyed today's episode and found it helpful, please consider subscribing and leaving a review and even sharing it with someone who might benefit from this information. I'm sure as you're listening to this, you'll see a little share button if you look at the podcast player. Just think about one person in your life right now that you think would benefit from this episode and I want you to share it with them. And then I want you to go and leave me a review and let me know what you thought about this or maybe one of your other favorite episodes. Again, your support really helps me to reach more people and create a positive impact in this world. So until then, take care of yourselves, nourish your bodies and your minds, and remember that each day is an opportunity to grow, learn, and thrive. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.